The news is live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi. We are on Love 99.5 FM. Affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We are on ATL FM in Cape Coast. Dreams FM in Bogatanga. Radio Pando in Pando. Kelly Radio in Ho. We are live on X Faces. We are on Facebook. We are on MyJoyOnline.com. The midday news is sponsored by Petrol Soul. Your clean fall in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Dura Plus Ghana Limited. Producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. We are the only water storage tank with a level indicator and where Dura Plus goes, water definitely flows. There's absolute possible disruption in Ghana's tertiary education calendar. As senior university administrative staff serve notice, they will withdraw services this month over non-payment of their overtime allowances. There is no compromise. There is no compromise. There is an obligation placed on us. We are going to withdraw our services across board in all public universities in Ghana. There's more as education is demands the employers act swiftly to avert this action. The Ministry of Education and the Ghana Tertiary Education Commission will have to act swiftly uh, to address the concerns being raised. Also, there's afternoon disqualification, cases and running on a poll. Some of the issues which characterize the NPP's voting for parliamentary primaries. myself here that I denied him that opportunity for three times. I didn't follow him throughout his campaign. For me, with my pedigree in the party, I will go to the appeals committee. We have details. Also, Guinness World Records Limited overwhelmed by the high number of applications from Ghanaians seeking to attempt various records with as many as 80 applications in the first four days of January alone. We have live updates from one of them, the cookathon by Chef Failatu Abdul Razak, who's set to reach the 119-hour record later today. She's actually a chef, a very good chef as, a, as such. So she was actually very privileged that she's going to showcase what she can do best through this and in sports, Inaki Williams finally joins Black Stars teammates four days after Ghana's AFCON preparations began. But there's still no sign of West Ham star Mohamed Kidus. Details later. countdown is over. We are ready for the biggest New Year party in Ghana, the Joy FM 90s Jam. Come around, come and take a look. It's beautiful. Look at the view and the space is I'm spacious and I'm so excited to host you people uh-huh. today. Yeah. Party hard with you guys. It's going to be late, yeah. I'm telling you, yeah. man. I take you live to the new venue which gives patrons access to a cross beautiful skyline. What are you waiting for? I guess you're ready for the Joy FM 90s jam this evening. We have that and more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. I am Emifa Apau and this is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please do stay on for details. Many thanks for your company. We start on the education front and the 2024 academic calendar for public tertiary institutions may face some disruptions due to a potential withdrawal of services by unions of senior staff from public universities. Well, this action is prompted by the government's failure to settle outstanding tier two pension contributions and alleged violations of labor laws. The unions have signaled a strong intention to go on strike in the coming week if their concerns are not addressed. My colleague Samuel Imbura joins me in studio with details on the Agitated Association. Samura, we understand the Technical University Seniors Administrators Association of Ghana was the first to issue this industrial action threat. What are their specific demands? MFR, the Technical University Senior Administrators of Ghana are expressing dissatisfaction about the non-compliance of retirement rollover conditions referring to Article 14B and Article 34 of the Conditions of Service. 
they are highlighting the failure of some technical university managements to fully implement these conditions, particularly citing the case of Cape Coast Technical University. And in response, they are threatening a nationwide strike starting from 8th January. We can listen to Joseph Mensah, who is president of TUSAC, saying they will not compromise on these demands. The end of the matter is to get a resolution. If a resolution um, is not seen or reached by the close of today, we will still embark on industrial action on, 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 on Tuesday. There is no compromise. There is no compromise. There is an obligation placed on us as national executive committee members to protect the economic rights of our members, especially where those rights are being infringed upon in a manner that violates their, their, their constitutional rights. So there is no compromise, not at all. There is no compromise. Yes, sometimes we, we can negotiate on issues and, uh, um, um, and, and give concessions between government and union. But it's an existing condition. It's not a new request that we are making. So on this one, there is no compromise. And there would not be any compromise insofar as I lead the association. So until those conditions or those requests that we have made are fully satisfied, our strike will still be alive. Just that progress has been made, and we are hopeful that by the close of the day, all our affected members will um, have the conditions applied to them. And Imura, the latest group to issue a, a strike threat is the Senior Staff Association Universities of Ghana. Are their demands different from those of their counterparts at the technical universities? Of course, MFA, uh, they are urging the government to promptly settle all outstanding debts and constri- uh, contributions, including appropriate interest from February to December 2023, using the stipulated 3% penalty rates per the Pensions Act, Act 766, Section 64. They are also asking for an immediate attention uh, for the recalculation of uh, accrued interest of the Tier 2 pensions for 20, 2010 to 2016 in line with the Memorandum of Agreement signed on July 25, 2022 and the Pensions Act. And then they are asking for a swift payment of all outstanding arrears to uh, retirees uh, demanding without uh, delay. And the last one has to do with the redrawal of the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission and the Ghana Tertiary Education Commission letters dated November 7 and 20, uh, eliminating overtime allowances for senior staff. Uh, is so, so we can listen to Isaac Donko, who is president of the Senior Staff Association. Our pensioners who retired since 2020 to date are here to receive the alarm sound. So we are also asking them that they should, as a matter of agency, pay all the outstanding arrests which is owned to our pensioners with immediate effect. These are the three basic things we are asking the government of the day to do with respect to their pensions. Then we also know, per our conditions of service and per the labor acts, if you engage my services during weekends or public holidays, I suppose to end twice as my daily wage. But here, somewhere last year, GTEC and Fair Wages wrote to various investment management that as senior staff of public universities, we don't qualify for overtime allowance. So if we, I don't qualify for overtime allowance, don't engage my services during weekends and public holidays. But if you engage my services, then give me what is duly belongs to me. And you shouldn't use your own calculations to calculate my overtime. That is what we are asking them to do. So we are asking the Fair Wages and Salaries Commission and GTEC to withdraw with immediate effect the letters that they've written to investment management to deny us overtime allowance. If you don't want us to do overtime, they shouldn't engage our services and you will sleep. So failure to do so, what happens? My brother, when they fail to do that, we've given them up to 15th of this month, January 2024, that we are going to withdraw our services across board in all public universities in Ghana.
We can hear from the Executive Director of Africa Education Watch, Kofi Asari, who's demanding a swift government intervention to mitigate the situation. Well, I think generally uh, the Ministry of Education and the Government Tertiary Education Commission um, will have to act swiftly uh, to address the concerns being raised. Um, and where necessary, the Ministry of Employment and Labor will have to also prioritize things. I say so because the last thing the Ministry of Education would like to experience or witness this year would be any action that has the potential of degrading, you know, um, the academic calendar the tertiary levels. We are now about to start the academic calendar for various tertiary institutions. A majority of them are yet to start. We are working to restart the entire academic calendar in the country. Okay, significant gains have been made at the basic level and secondary level. And this will be complemented with gains at the tertiary level such that we are able to start our academic year next year, I mean this year, you know, um, by November or October. And so every action that, that goes counter to that will have to be fully um, addressed, you know. We can now hear from Labour expert Austin Game. He believes that reaching a compromise between the government and the associations will be the best option. And the working people are very flexible, the unions are flexible. Once you engage them and you reason with them, they will appreciate your concerns and they will address it you know, together with you. So I want to once again urge the employer to invite the National uh, Union, the General Secretary of the, of the Union. Let them sit down around a common table and have a conversation. If you go debating and arguing, somebody will have to win, somebody will have to lose. So we don't argue when it comes to things of labor relations. You have a conversation or a dialogue as you may wish to have it. Well, you can negotiate and reach agreement that will satisfy both parties. Uh, it is it's, it's really too early in the year to visit on themselves this kind of uh, pressure, but it's also not something that is, is not, it's not uh, known. It can, it, it can be, and therefore it's up to them to get together. And if they have difficulties, they either look for somebody who is an expert in it or go to the National Labor Commission to assist them resolve the differences that they may have. That's Labour expert Austin Gamet. Time for your election headquarters brought to you by Petrosol, your clean fuel in full quantity. your election headquarters today, the new patriotic party is rounding up its vetting ahead of the parliamentary primaries across the country on January 27. So far, Interior Minister Ambrose Jerry will go unopposed as Alex Moore, who filed to contest him, was disqualified by members of the vetting committees following a petition brought against him by the party's constituency executives. Join us, Upper West Regional Correspondent Rafiq Salam has more. One of the seats is Nandom Cancel being held by Interior Minister Ambrosieri. He has for the fourth consecutive time penciled his name for the Nandom MPP parliamentary primary. Swear for constituency and police station executives and party people traveled the 113 kilometers from Nandom to what were accompanying him to the veteran room in a style reminiscent of a heavyweight boxer entering a boxing ring. Ambrosieri was out and had this message for the people. I've gone through the vetting. They ask very important questions. I've answered them to the best of my ability and I'm happy with the answers that I gave and I look forward to the outcome of the vetting here and I believe that after that I would then know the direction I go with the party 
in Nando. He supports contender Alois Mu, who was expelled from the party for anti-party behavior accompanied by a little of over a dozen of his supporters had the opportunity to meet the veteran committee but was later disqualified. Alex Momo, however, disagreed with the veteran committee. I haven't suggested that I'll be using the courts, but clearly it's an option that is available to anybody who is dissatisfied. But for me, especially with my pedigree in the party, I know that you must exhaust all the channels internally. So you've shown your power, your might at war. I will go to the appeals committee. Alex Moore ending that report by Rafiq Salam. In the Ashanti region, over 120 aspirants were cleared by the vetting committee to contest after vetting ended yesterday. 41 incumbent MPs will be contested on January 27 as five go unopposed. My colleague Nanabwachi Dankwayadom has a wrap of the vetting process in the region. The battle for 41 seats on the ticket of the new patriotic party begins. For the aspirants who spoke to join News, they are optimistic of victory. This one for me is not a, it's a no man. When you go to the constituency, those who are voting, they see a big difference. Like a, a difference between a VIP bus and Pragya. There is nothing like complacency in this game. Once there is a ballot, yes, I am going in full force as I did. Inshallah, and by his gate, victory is assured. Now the vetting process is over. The big deal is on January 27th. Who then would become the fresh face we would see in Parliament? And would they even pass through 7 December 2024. For Joy News, my name is Nana Bwachidankwa Yadom Kumase. In the western north region of Ghana, and we will focus on an aspirant at the Seshi Akuntumbra constituency, Apia Kubi Beidu. He was disqualified and after he was accused of supporting an independent candidate during the district level election. The disappointed aspirant, however, pronounced the case to exonerate himself of the said allegations. Akuntumbra had his first report at the betting. The MP was called first, I followed. When we finished, it's not fast to be called for the balloting. We asked to stay and wait for a while. We waited on when I was called back, I was told I've been disqualified for reasons being that a nephew had contested the recent assembly elections and uh, it, it is rumor that I sponsored him. I've cursed myself here that I denied him the opportunity for three times. I didn't follow him. And that's the situation in the Western North region. In the Northern region, spokesperson for Alaji Ahmed Nuz Zarouk says the team is yet to receive feedback from the vetting committee after yesterday's undecided decision. Alaji Ahmed Zarouk is seeking to unseat Dominic Nitiwo, the defense minister, to represent the people of Bimbila on the ticket of the NPP. Regional correspondent Martina Bugri joins us on the line uh, with updates on what we are learning from the committee. Martina, uh, what more do we know so far? So I spoke with um, his spokesperson this morning. He says that they are having a meeting at 3 o'clock to decide. Um, after the meeting, they would uh, meet and get a word from the vetting committee. I asked whether um, they are looking at taking further decisions if it doesn't favor him. He says that that will be decided at a meeting when they uh, meet at 3 o'clock this evening. So Northern Region, 14 people were vetted, one person still waiting for his uh, confirmation. But all is set, and we are waiting for them to begin the campaign into the election itself. And that's my colleague Martina Bugri.
And let me bring you to the Greater Accra region where the regional secretary of the party, Udalai Paka, addressed some concerns raised by the MP for Wejagbawe, Tina Mensa, that she wanted her opponent to be disqualified because he had not lived in the constituency for a number of years. Jerry Ahmed, when he was in the law school, was staying in Sampaland, which by then was part of Wejagbawe. Now, Sampaland is in Botiano, English, Amafu. Jerry himself is having over three properties in that constituency. I know where he resides in Makati Hill. He has two houses in Makati Hill. So how come then do you come to say that he doesn't live in a constituency? Will the MP tell everybody in the NP, will the member of parliament say that she is aware of everybody in the party where the person lives in Wejagbawe? At the end of the day, is this the police station executive who will decide whether you are fit for the job, whether you have done what they expect of you. But it's not a member of parliament who would decide for the regional party or the national party. Well, we are done with the vetting. Uh, we've done so far uh, 31. Three has been disqualified. And then 28 have been cleared to go for a contest. Now, Ablekuma West MP Esla Uswekufu says Parliament will miss the experienced minds of the over 18 NPP MPs who have voluntarily decided not to contest in the December 7 elections, adding that the new entrants will be replacing them will struggle to adjust. I'm concerned that over the years there has been a significant attrition of experienced people in Parliament, which weakens parliamentary practice. But we need to work with the people's decisions. We can only appeal to them that the perennial bloodletting where experienced MPs are replaced by backbenchers who don't know anything about parliamentary practice, who may be coming there with their own motives, may not always inure to the growth of our democracy. It affects the quality of the debate. It has an impact on the quality of decisions that we take in the House and even the, the legislation that we craft in the House. Nazdi Ablekuma West MP, Esla Ousu Ekofo. And that's it for your election headquarters here on the Midday News, proudly made possible by Petrol Soul, your clean fuel in full quantity. We focus on other stories now and their fears of a full invasion of protected forests in the western region as illegal miners entered the Tano and Mia Forest Reserve in the Aowin municipality. The miners have already destroyed over seven football fields of the key biodiversity area. The NG district of the Forestry Commission is yet to explain why it allowed the destruction to continue. My colleague Erasmus Asaridon has more in this report. The Tano Anya Forest Reserve in the Aowin municipality covers part of the watershed of the Tano River. It was gazetted as a forest reserve in 1955. Experts say it meets one or more previously established criteria for identified sites of biodiversity importance, including important bird and biodiversity areas. But this evergreen forest is in for its worst nightmare. An illegal miner has already invaded compartment 74 and 75 of the reserve. Large parts of the forest have already been reduced to pits and gullies. The devastation stretches deep into the reserve. Our investigations established that the Enchi District Forestry Commission knew about this nature crime three months back. But it was only on November 29th this year that the Enchi Forestry Commission head, Richard Enchi, wrote about it to his officers, describing it as an attempted illegal mining. 
On December 17th this year, his deputy, ADM Felix, led the rapid response team to arrest the miners, one Chinese national and his five Ghanaian collaborators. They have all since been released on bail and their equipment released to them as recounted by this eyewitness. At the time they came, there were two excavators here working. They did not take any action, but rather asked the illegal miners to take their equipment from the site and leave. That's my colleague Erastus Asari Donko with the latest on illegal mining and the hashtag is still on. Say no to Galam. Say we'll take a quick break here on the Midday News Live on Joy 99.7 FM here in Accra and Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM affiliate across Ghana's 16 regions. The Midday News is sponsored by Petrol Soul, your clean fuel in full quantity. Petrol Soul is always a delightful experience. Also brought to you by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC and HDP pipes and water tank. Where Dura Plus goes, water always flows. We return from the break with sports and Guinness World Records Limited. Overwhelmed by the high number of applications from Ghanaians seeking to attempt various records with as many as 80 applications in the first four days of January alone. We have live updates of one of them, the Cookathon by Chef Failatu Abdul Razak, who's set to reach the 119-hour record later today. Chef, a very good chef as, as such. So she was actually very privileged that she's going to showcase what she can do best through this Guinness World Record. And then... The countdown is definitely over. We're ready for the biggest New Year party in Ghana, the Joy FM 90s Jam. Budgets are tight and money difficult to come by. You want to be sure you get the best value for your money. These are not times to be spending money fixing expensive engine problems because of cheap fuel and lubricant. Drive to a petrol source station today and buy your quality fuel and lubricant. And rest assured of fuel that lasts long and lubricants that prevent expensive engine problems. Hear the sound. <laughs> petrol source. Clean fuel. In full quantity. Picture this a star studded panel featuring Africa's most inspiring speakers, award winning artists, surprise guests, and 30,000 minds coming together for a day of empowerment and inspiration. This is what awaits you at the convention on the 7th of January at the Independent Square. Whether you're a dreamer, a doer, or someone seeking inspiration, this event is for you. Mark your calendars, gather your friends, and join us in making history. Join us for a groundbreaking event where African leaders like Julius Malema, Patrice Lumumba, Dr. Arikana, and Peter Obi unite to amplify the voices of the people. Experience a powerful convergence of cultures with giveaways including 4,000 pairs of shoes, 8,000 pairs of trainers, and exclusive items from superstars, royals, queens, and kings. For tickets and more information, visit newafricafoundation.org or call 0532-389032. Y'all right, y'all ready? You better look for your shadow. The 90s jam is back. The golden era of urban music. The 90s, the nostalgia, the music. The real music. 
Mr. Shada, Cross Collars, Carcani, Full Injection, Fubu, LA Gear, Tommy Hill Figure, Paco, Pele Pele, DKNY, and many, many more. The dancers, crisscross, shoop, cracking, breakdance, cabbage, and more. The Joy from 90 Gem, 5th January 2024, rooftop of City Galeria Mall, behind a grand mall. The first and only certified jam of the new year, fully powered by Joy 99.7 FM, your super hits radio. The Joy FM 90 Gem is brought to you by Fritos Sunflower Oil. Enjoy the goodness and tasty meals. NLA 519 Mobile. Still are at Down Stamp. Dial Star 959 Hush to Play. Thanks for staying with us here on the Midday News. Time for sports. Fentuo Tahiru Fentuo has the latest. Hello. Hello, MFO, and I have good news and bad news for you. The good news is Inaki Williams has finally joined the Black Stars uh, four days after Ghana's AFCON preparations began. Uh, he arrived at the team's hotel this morning and is expected to join the rest of the team for today's training in Abrankese. The bad news is Mohamed Kudus mm. remains with West Ham, mm. still undergoing medical treatment for a slight injury. No word yet on when he will join Ghana's pre-tournament camps. He reportedly underwent even more medical tests yesterday and is currently in a race against time to be fit enough for the competition, which starts in exactly eight days. Are we hopeful he will join the team? Now? I think he will. We'll still win the cup. <laughs> <laughs> Thank Inshallah. you very much, with the latest from the world of sports. Now, the Guinness World Records Limited says the number of Ghanaians applying to attempt various records has significantly increased in the last six months, with 80 applications received in the first four days of January 2024 alone. The record attempts gained prominence in Ghana last month when Ifua Asantua Idwenum attempted the Guinness record for the longest singing marathon. Since then, there have been many advertisements by Ghanaians announcing the intention to break one record or the other. We have details of all these applications for you shortly. But first, let me take you to Tamale, where one of those attempts is taking place is the Cookathon by Chef Faila to Abdul Razak, who's attempting to break the 119-hour um, uh, cooking marathon. Lois Adeyemi um, is there for us. We'll join us shortly with details. But uh, join us, editor Fred Smith joins me in studio uh, with what we are learning in terms of uh, the numbers, um, how Guinness World Record is overwhelmed by uh, the applications from Ghana. So we've heard about speechathon, danceathon, teacherthon, kissathon, mm-hmm. beerathon, etc., and uh, others. Really, let's go through it. Well, so uh, because of all of these, we made contact with the Guinness World Records Limited to find out whether these are true applications or they are just fake news uh, spreading on the internet. Mm-hmm. And they confirmed that they've received 355 applications from Ghana between July and yesterday. And they're saying that in December, they had 251. And that, that was a huge jump mm-hmm. in the applications that they received. And within the first four days of January, they received 80 applications. And you you may think that it's a lot, but uh-huh. if you compare what's happening in Ghana to what's happening in Nigeria, you see that nothing at all is happening. Nigeria, in the year 2023, made 2,335 applications to the Guinness World Records to attempt one record or the other. But knowing that there's no prize money in all this, is, it's, it's amazing that people are just... And, and also, the records company is saying that about 95% of those who make the attempt fail. Interesting. <laughs> well, Phyla husband has been interacting with us. 
She used to sing peace songs. She's somebody who was, who was always advertising for peace in Dabon, in general area. And then she's also an entrepreneur. She likes to do a lot of new stuff. In fact, any new thing which comes up in your mind, she wants to just do it. And, I made, and above all, she's actually a chef, a very good chef as, as such. So she was actually very privileged that she's going to showcase what she can do best through this Guinness World Record. That's, that's what I can say much about her. Father actually started from a very humble home. Um, she started cooking from the house when there was no, no one to aid her, to help her out. So she gets orders, she, she was preparing from the house and then giving it to organizations, what have you. Aunt- and we know she would definitely make us proud. And now... In which is around the... The countdown is definitely over and the day we've all been waiting for is finally here. Now it's just a matter of hours and we are ready for Ghana's biggest New Year's parties, the Joy FM 90s Jam at 8pm tonight to start at the City Galeria Mall and report uh, Maxwell Agbagba is there for us reporting that the place is more spacious, offering patrons a beautiful view of a cross skyline and more. Yes, more. I'm on the rooftop of the City Galeria Mall, very close to the Accra Mall, where the 90s jam will be taking place. And the team is getting ready, putting finishing touches to everything that will make the party be or live up to the billing as the biggest party of the year. And from here, I have a beautiful view of Accra's skyline. Yes, I can see Villaggio from here. I can see... Is that a signature building over there? Is it a signature building yes, over there? Sure, sure, sure. That's okay. signature. Signature. I signature, can see. Yeah. I can see right. that structure right over 